Hey guys, and welcome to the Fuck Around and Find Out podcast. Today is another Monday Fafo. We have Nature John. He's a great guy, uh, a pretty good cultivator from what I've seen. He listens and learns super well. He's been experimenting with uh, the forest floor and adding erythritol and doing a whole bunch of fun, interesting things. So that's why you're here. Fucking that's <laughs> why. Because I listened. <laughs> he's done. He says he's done great with it. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about you, uh, Nature John. Give us a little introduction to yourself. Um, I'm just a man <laughs> uh, who grows mushrooms and likes to fuck around. That's why I'm here, because I liked uh, listening to you guys, and I like improv and just fucking around and having fun. Otherwise, what That's the hell are we doing? Exactly. The whole like process it. should be fun from start to finish. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been uh, growing mushrooms? I don't tell. I don't tell like secrets like that. Long time. <laughs> long time. <laughs> oh, for a while. Um yeah. I just don't usually tell people because um, when people, I'm not new, but I'm not like super old in in the game like you guys. Whoa, 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 experience, whoa, what? thank you. <laughs> okay. It's not old, it's experience. <laughs> wise. He's, just, he's old. He's old. just wise. <laughs> um. But, you know, when you tell people, like, oh, yeah, I've only been doing it for this long, they're like, oh, really? And then... Well, uh, some people are fucking just smart, like, you, I mean, and you pick yeah, up dude, on shit, you know? We talk to people yeah. that have been doing it for three fucking months, and we're like, damn, impressed. We're like, holy shit, you're growing shit that's looking real nice. And then we talk to people who've been doing it for ten years, and just everything they're turning out is looking yeah. like dog shit. And they're still afraid <laughs> to touch agar. <laughs> yeah, they won't work with agar. They're, they've never graduated past like just re- like a fifty percent success rate with a still air box. You know. Yeah. So everybody, everybody's different. I've, uh, but I've been like that in every field I've gone into. I just learn things quickly and go like super deep and get hyper focused. Um, so people are usually like, "Oh shit." You know your stuff. I'm like, yeah, we well, find that, I like yeah, it. So you find the people uh, who are real attracted to this this kind of hobby um, are the type of people who are really very detail focused. Attention to detail is very important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like complicated it's, things and processes. Definitely, it fits my personality pretty well. I find my competitive nature. It's perfectly in grow alongs. Uh huh. Yeah. You always yeah. want to start a grow along to see if you can beat everybody. <laughs> I'm I'm up for it. All right. Everyone I have a friend. Hobbies. That, yeah, I have a friend that we like have a very competitive uh, thing going on, and I'm like, I'm ready. Bring it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, and so then we just keep posting been, pictures of mushrooms. Since you've been growing, uh, do you have a favorite strain that you like? Um, I like the shit that I make myself. So I've been crossing now for ghetto crossing for right. a few years. And uh, my favorite, but most 
finicky is uh like trinity crossed with ghost all right and uh what no never mind good oh yeah it's just it's just my favorite because it throws out so many different looks the way that they combine genetically it's very uh varied and diverse so i have so many looks it's it makes me crazy sometimes trying to follow them all and uh, get something stabilized. Yeah. But I love pheno hunting. Right. Yeah. That's part of the fun of the best part about this job or hobby profession, depending on how you look at it. Um, To me, it's, it's just a hobby. It's just something I do for fun. Yeah. Uh, But it's like, just trying to hunt down and stabilize something or go like, holy shit, that one's really cool. I wonder if it's going to make that same thing again is a, is a lot of fun. If I should go, if I could show you guys a picture right now, I would show you this bag I have of my monster light bright that I've got going right now. You can just post it in the, post it in the chat. Oh, I will. But, uh, I meant, I meant for the people watching right now so they can see the beauty that I'm looking at right now. I guess they could, I guess. Well, if you post it, if you give it to me, I could use it for the art. For the yeah, we could do that. Yes, but yeah, this thing right now is a. It's like a. It's like beautiful. The way it's uh, a. You're getting too far away from the microphone, there, buddy. (laughs) I because I'm looking. I went to go grab it. (laughs) He's being drawn to it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, this thing is reaching out so bad. It's it's crazy. This thing has been in there for la, 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 la. let's see two two days, and it's almost colonized his whole damn bag already. Damn, nice. That's aggressive, right? I mean, it's literally like a centimeter off the bag. Nice. <laughs> Reaching, it's crazy. What type well, of right? what strain is that? Yeah, this is from the Monstrosity Girl. This is light bright. Oh, nice. Yes, this is the first time I've grown it out since I took Prince. Well, it seems to be very aggressive. I mm-hmm. I do believe I might have done something good. Very nice. nice. What kind what of ratio? Oh, good. What What's your uh, ratio substrate to? Uh, oh, I uh, I I'm a core guy. I, I'm doing uh, on these this round. I actually lowered it. I'm doing one to two. Normally, hmm. I've been a one to three. Um, and it, 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 that, there was no problem with one of three, other than it was taking a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm dropping everything down to one, one to two, and all these bags are great. This one looks phenomenal, but, uh, yeah, you know, cause you know, the bags don't start doing nothing until, you know, they realize they've touched all the food and it's time mm-hmm. to go ahead and move somewhere else. But, uh, I figured, uh, cause like right now I'm shit, I'm doing, uh, what, 52 strains, I think. 50, 50, 53 strains at the moment. So, nice. you know, got to keep the rotation high. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Right. So, how have you been uh, liking the forest floor versus the core for you? I've been liking it a lot. Because um, I've been core for a long time. And uh, I've played around. Since the beginning, I liked azomite in it and uh, some coffee now and then. But you get you have to be careful if you're doing bucket tech and all that. Um, 
but I always like feeding them a little bit more because I, I feel like they're definitely more healthy. Wait, you drew a bucket tech with forest floor? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm I'm <laughs> saying when I used to do like just core and uh, CVG and stuff like that. Gotcha. I could say, do you live in a fucking lab? <laughs> I am. I'm very clean. <laughs> That's super clean. No, That's Mr. But, clean. Oh, yes. That's my friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I like feeding them more nutrition because I feel like they're healthier. Just like I like giving them more FAE uh, rather than choking them out in bags like I see a lot of people doing and that I tried to do for a while. Um, but they seem to be, uh, much happier with the nutrition so far. Are you finding out that you're, um, you guys might be a little bit more potent? I found that doing the forest floor or just a nutritional substrate, I get a lot more bluing, uh, that I know that there's a lot of argument that that, Hey, that might not be directly correlated with potency. Uh, I find that I get. Yeah, I find that I get a lot more aggressive bluing and a lot more aggressive growth, as well as, as, well as larger mushrooms overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to uh, try many of them, just because I'm so busy. Um, normally, I just microdose and see the difference just in taking a microdose. Like, I'll dose a little bit higher uh, so I could feel the subjective effects. Uh, differently between the strains but yeah whenever i give them more nutrition i feel like they're more potent and i used to grow for a while on uh soy and straw or master's mix soy and uh wood wood pellets Uh, wood pellets yeah oh cubes on on that but i would train it on agar so i put it ground up wood pellets in the agar just like uh 0.5 grams in a batch you know so i would get used to eating it and uh when i was growing on the those because of the nitrogen content i assume uh they were definitely more potent i could tell a difference between you know the thing is though they're doing too yeah Tannins, yeah, mm. tannins seem to make a. That's part of the reason that you get. Uh, what do you? What do they call it? The wood lovers' paralysis is because of the tannins. The uh, the mushrooms are incorporating the tannins and changing them, and it's and just like how poison dart frogs and shit like use substances from things they eat. Mushrooms can do very much the same. That's why you don't want to use like radiological substances that are in your grows because that would be bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what kind of trip that would be? It'd be <laughs> well, it'd be great until they're like the alpha particles from the strontium there. You add it to your substrate, chew you up from the inside. Right. Mm. Day. But uh, yeah, they can they can pick up some stuff from their environment. Remember that mushrooms are just the absolute most amazing things on the planet as far as pumping out toxins. They can, that's what they play with. That's what they live, eat, and breathe. As and long as it's not heavy metals, you can usually eat them. Yeah. yeah. So definitely don't grow them on strontium or, you know, a big old field of freaking lead or something. Nah, I'm good. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, on the forest floor, I definitely am noticing more bluing and uh, more dense mushrooms. But I've also increased uh, my FAE just by slitting my bags again because I had gone away from it for a while. Yeah, pretty. I I could, I usually get a a feeling like they're telling me I need more FAE. So I'll, that every bag for me is different. Some of them will be fucking. I'll leave them alone, and then I'll just cut the top off when you know it's full. Or some of them, as soon as they start to pin, I'll be like, you know what? What? What was that little baggy? <laughs> you want you want a little slit right right here? Cheek. Yeah, yeah. So it's strain and are and you growing isolation. in bags or are you growing in tubs? I'm growing in bags. I started in tubs, uh, but pretty quickly, or I shouldn't say pretty quickly, uh, probably in the last couple of years. I think the last two years I've been growing exclusively just in bags. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. I just got tired of cleaning tubs. Oh, the cleanup is so much easier in bags. Yeah. They're called liners. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? I'm lazy. <laughs> all right, all right. So, are you just uh, are you using a tint, or are you just growing them out there on the counter and just letting them uh, fruit in citro in the bag? Um, I'm growing them just out on shelves, and now I just started playing with uh, like a pseudo tent, just with uh, they're called dust covers, I guess. Just putting them over the metal rack, like a tarp. A, yeah, like a tarp, but it has just a zipper, so you can oh. open it. Gotcha. Yeah. So I've just started playing with that. With kind of like a Martha Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. I'm, I'm just not pumping in in and out air. Yeah, I had a I had a tent and. Um, plastic shelves on it and I had like this thing called a cool spider that was designed for like uh, reptile habitats. They would basically a fogger, it fog the whole tent and then I would uh, have my bags and then once they were fully colonized and they were just really angry and they looked like they were getting to where they were going to pin, I'd cut the top third of the bag off. Uh, so it'd be about the two thirds of the bag would be covered in um, like uh it would have the bag, two thirds of the block would have the bag on it. The top one third of the block would just be exposed to the open air. And I'd just get huge pin sets all the way around. Um, mm-hmm. And then they'd grow, they'd start growing up from the inside of the bag between the bag and the block, you know, up from there. But I'd get like 360 degrees of, uh, of fruiting from there. And then once that was done, I'd take the block out and flip it over and put it back like upside down in the bag. And then uh, it was still there on the, the shelf and fruit the bottom of the bag. Uh, it worked really well, like really, really well. I could flip the, bo- the, 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 the block two or three times that way. Nice. And this is with actives or gourmet? I will not self-incriminate in either <laughs> one. <laughs> enough said. <laughs> Some type of You've seen enough. You've seen enough pictures to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And where was this? And what time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, it worked out. It worked out really, really well. Like uh, I, I enjoyed it. 
And then when I needed to rehydrate, you know, because the top part would be real dry by that time, I would, uh, you know, flip it upside down, add a third of a cup of water or something to the bag, and then that would rehydrate the top part, uh, get that mycelium going again. And then the bottom part, which has just been sitting there, is now exposed to the air and pins. It worked really well. Very nice. I'm going to have to give that a shot. I've been playing with uh, cutting the tops off of some of them, but I do notice they dry out if I cut it too low because I, I don't have it pumping the humidifier in there all the I, time. I make it like a hybrid system uh, where uh, when it does when it is ready to pin, I actually cut the bag at the level of the substrate and uh, only th- three quarters around. Then I fold it underneath the bag. And then I put it in the tub so I can go ahead and miss the tub. And it basically turns it into a fucking massive greenhouse. Well, you know, a small greenhouse and a sauna for these motherfuckers. And they fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everyone, a couple of days, if there's no mist on this. There's no condensation on the inside of the tub. I just lift it up because it's a, the tub's upside down. So the lid's on the bottom. So you get the lid on the bottom. So all the carbon dioxide is now coming out the bottom. And it, it, the FAE is just crazy, but it doesn't come up past the sub. So it's just like the perfect environment. But you can lift, easily lift the top off, put a couple sprays in there, and it just really uh, it really lights up their life. <laughs> yeah, the fruit in the bags in like a shotgun fruiting type container works really well, too. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. I do for the ones that I want to see yeah. special, special things from. They get, they, they get to the shotgun fruiting chamber. I've uh, I've found that you can add a uh, one of those aquarium heaters to water in the bottom as well. If you have like a cold, specifically cold environment, like I know that uh, Deadpool there lives up by the penguins, so uh, you know he's fighting bears and shit with hockey sticks just to get to his you know mailbox. So uh, he has to do, yeah, he has to do things like you know specifically warm stuff up enough that it just doesn't freeze like his cold dead heart on a daily basis exactly so yeah you gotta do what you gotta do i one winter i remember i was growing uh in like the short profile tubs and i had them under a bed with just uh those uh the lights on the string like under the bed right and I was like, I don't know how this is working, but it's working. And I could feel like the floor is so cold. It was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate keeping anything in that bottom two feet of the environment because it's normally just uh, spells disaster. Yeah. Yeah. That's that where is. you're getting a lot of your contamination from as well. It's, you know, the, the two feet up off of the floor. You need to be, you need to be higher than that. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. It was no, just I've, what I had at the time. Yeah, but if you have a full the, the full tubs, the ones that I find uh, the ones that are, that are about two feet tall, you won't get yeah. any issues. You know, it's just when you're doing shoe boxes or you have your jars or you're throwing plates on the floor, like in a cabinet on underneath the sink or something. That's mm-hmm. when that's when the uh, the Tammies hit you, fucking bitches. Bastards. It's kind of like the Karen at the Walmart. <laughs> I call them Tammies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're everywhere. Right. Let me go put my Tammies on. Yeah. I don't know why it just like, reminds me of pajamas. It's like something my daughter would call her pajamas, Tammies. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I call my lab gears, Mark Jammies. <laughs> yeah. Jammies. Good times. All right. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing for grain? For grain, I've gone through a lot of different ones. I started with oats, and nice, I loved nice, them nice. for a while, yeah. Uh, I felt like mushrooms really liked them, and that, like had more potency. Um, and then I did some popcorn, like most other people, I guess. The new drippy corn? Yeah, now I tried drippy corn, and it's it's fine. I just don't think that like the sugar does anything to add more to it because I've done it. Nah, you're just giving them beaters. Yeah, just, I, <laughs> I I try not to crap on other people's things, but I I try everything and I try it side by side, and it just didn't make a difference. Um, but I did try. Then uh, switching out the sugar for erythritol, and that seemed to work better. Um, like I just had crazy uh, fast growth, but I'm also uh, doing it with feed corn instead of popcorn because I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap bastard, <laughs> <laughs> and it works. So why not? Um, so the one thing that I've read into with the the, the feed corn. Is if you buy the, the 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 stuff meant to feed domestic animals, it's it's okay. But if you buy the stuff that's designed like deer corn to feed deer and like wild animals, it's the re- what different. We call that we call feed- that bait. <laughs> yeah, well, not in Texas. So uh, if you buy like the 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 literally bait corn, that's it's going to be it. The difference between the feed corn for your your cattle and your pigs and the feed corn that, that gets kicked out there for uh, for wild animals is the amount of aflatoxin in it. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of be careful about those. I'd be kind of a little bit worried that uh, the mushrooms would be able to harvest the aflatoxin. Yeah, it's a good distinction to make uh, because a lot of people would not think about that. But I get mine from a feed store for domestic animals. Um and it's recleaned, so there's not a lot of shit in it. I clean all nice. my shit no matter what anyways. I'm not clean clean anymore, but I do the, you know, old colander fucking shake test. And so, ah, you know, screw that, man. When I, make, when I make my oats, I want the nastiest, shittiest, cheapest fucking oats I can get. I want a full dead grasshoppers in there. That wouldn't bother me. It's the shit that I don't yeah. know what it is when I'm, when I'm doing this shit. Because as you know, like, when you're a doing human the- tooth? Yeah, I, I pulled out these little round. They almost looked like fucking rabbit pellets out of the fucking container. They were perfectly round, and as soon as they got wet, you pick them up. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And try tasting. It. It's horrible. You know, it's like disgusting. No, but that's what you want. Say? It's vitamins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But when you buy, when you go to traction find, you buy whole oats. I don't buy. I didn't buy a fucking. Rabbit pellets. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's got corn and rocks, and you know, I just like yeah. Well, that shit's great. It's good for it. Yeah, it it's just maybe like for your variety. Variety. Yeah, yeah. I've never I noticed the difference. Favorite bag of oats I ever fucking got was like I bought it from this side of the road, like 
feed store guy. He just had like, I don't know if he harvested his own shit or what, but it was just in these like tan paper bags. And it was like, oh, it's only it's $8 back. And I was like, cool, give me four of them. You know, and I mean, the bags were heavy. I was like, this feels more than 50 pounds. And uh, I got I got home and that shit was like one third weed seeds, one third dead animals, grasshoppers. Yeah. And then like the rest of it was like oats and like great, like random grains. It had to have been like, he's like, well, I mean, it used to be an oat field a couple of years ago. A couple of wild pieces of oats came up. Let's just go and harvest the rest of it. And it was... Uh, it was nasty, but by God, the freaking mycelium loved it. Um, but I mean, it had all sorts of random seeds and stuff in there. And it was like, I had like whole grasshoppers, grasshopper heads, pieces, butterfly wings. I mean, it was just a total mess. When he dumped it in the water, there was like a two-inch layer of stuff that floated to the top. Yeah. And I was like initially going to skim it off, but I was like, you know what? fuck around and find out. Let's see how this works. Mm-hmm. And it uh, works great. I've tried using, uh, like, rice holes, too, but they're so light, you can't... They work great, but they're so light, you can't break and shake them. I think that rice holes would probably work pretty good as a substrate additive to add, like, fluff to, to things, you know, to keep it from getting too compacted, but as overall, you... You People use, use that as a pseudo casing, like so that they go ahead. Oh, uh, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then they, as, then you can actually rip off your fruit, and it doesn't really destroy the the, the actual uh, block. But I find that it doesn't matter. That's just the strain, you know. One strain is going to have a huge fucking root in that goddamn block, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Unless you're cutting them down, it's taking the fucking core with it. I've seen a lot with a lot of the Melmax. That's exactly right. Uh, that, that those huge dongs I just had. Each time I yeah. t- I took try taking it off. Chunk. Yeah, it's like a golf ball on the bottom. I'm yeah, like, son a of a bitch. Those ones yeah. are better to just cut as close to the damn sub as you can. Yeah. That's I want to get it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of them some of them I've given up on or almost given up on strains because I'm like, this is going to wreck the substrate every time and be a mess. I'm just done with it. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, so you ju- you're you using field corn. You're using field corn now. And- yeah, reclaimed corn. Yeah, you're using the forest floor. Are you doing anything special? Like, do you have to bulk? Because that stuff's hard. I mean, it's a well, hard. Well, tell us your forest floor, your recipe that you're using. I'm just using what Farrell told me. I'm just, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Fucking forest floor. What did you think? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's supposed to be super, super, uh, like it's a very, very, very flexible. Like, you can make it out of damn near everything if you just kind of follow vague uh, like margins there. There's huge margins for error. Um, but, you know, I was more interested about how you take that hard-ass dent corn and get it soft enough without having to boil it for like four hours. Uh, you run it through like a pressure cooker or what? Yeah. So <laughs> what I did was because now I'm switching it up again, but I'll get to that. 
Uh, what I started doing was I saw a couple people put out like how they do their corn, but obviously it's for popcorn um, 99% of the time. So I took what they were doing and tried all different things. And I was like, this shit doesn't work for, for this corn. Um, it would be too mushy or it would be, uh, you know, too much burst grains, even though it doesn't really matter in the end if it's sterile. I just didn't like it. So I took uh, the drippy corn basic outline and then I just kept on decreasing the amount of cook time. And uh, I do it in 23-core Presto. And what I settled on at, at the end was doing 10 pounds of the corn in there, um, filling the water up to the top line, the top measurement line in there. And uh, I, I do it on induction burners. So I get it up to where the pressure valve pops up. And then I put the weight on, let the pressure build up to about 15 PSI, and then I shut it off. And then I let the pressure uh, release naturally. And once it releases, I just take it out, pour it, sh- pour the water out, strain it, and uh, just bag it up wet and uh, PC. So you're also, also using bags for your grain as well? Yeah. Everything's in bags. Um, yeah, I like the little... I like the little those little small bags I use for grain, they're cheap, man. You can get on Amazon. I think I get fifty bags for like twelve bucks or something. Yeah, I got fifty yeah. of them right here, getting ready to to bag up grain bags. I like them because, like, unlike jars, you can't break in shape because you squish the shit around. Yeah, they're so much easier to break. But with the the corn now, what I just started doing was is uh, no soak, no simmer with that corn. Um, but it only works with the four T bags because the amount of water has to be equal in weight to the amount of corn. So when you have that much water, it really doesn't work with uh, shorter bags because the water is over your grain amount. And, uh, that's been working just fine with that corn so far. But I'm going to play with like throwing a little erythritol in there and stuff like that. And I've also been uh, making my own bags. But it doesn't work for that particular way of preparing. Making your own bags? Like you mean like uh, oven bags? I've just been buying uh, the polypropylene 1.5 mil. Okay. And just um, making making my grain in there and making making them into my fruiting bags also. Oh, just nice. adding like a filter. You're, you're, oh yeah, I think I who, does, who else I see. You and it's those, like those ten cents bags. a bag Fucking instead nuts. of like oh the Ed Edward he uses those things from yeah Ed Grand yeah 
Yeah, I saw him do it, and I just tried the other day doing his stapling way of uh, that he just staples the bag without putting a filter because I was buying just uh, the filter patches for the jars Mm -hmm. and just uh, using a soldering iron, poking a hole and putting it on, and it works. But I was like, yeah, if I don't have to buy the filter patch, I'll just staple it, and it's it's been working fine. It was the way back in the day. Where we used to, we'd bunch up the bag at the top, and then put a piece of cotton in there, and then put our own hand hope. around it. Yeah, uh-huh. that was old school. Yeah, <laughs> you inoculate through that too. I was wondering if you could make like a slurry of like, like you know, grits or something like that, and inoculate that and use it as grain spawn, and have like this. Slurry that you'd add to your substrate instead of like a actual grain. Huh. You probably good. I'm sitting here thinking. I was like, huh, because like I mean, if if the grain is when it comes to nutritional subs like a forest floor, if the grain is literally just the carrier to get it to spread out inside there, it doesn't rely on the grain for nutrition. And when you're using popcorn, eh, the mycelium. Popcorn's so hard that it has a hard time breaking it down anyway. Um, but I was like, man, if you just use like grits, but if you keep them from turning to slime, it would work out really well. I At that point that. in time, why wouldn't you just use a a plate of uh, agar and go ahead and add some just distilled water and slurry it up that way? Because I'm trying to overcomplicate things. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> He's a scientist. But like if, you added, if you added agar to uh, to your grain and like did like – ooh, this would be kind of interesting. You remember how we were making like thick ag- thick liquid culture? But like yep. do like a thick liquid culture with grain. Hmm. I'm going to try this shit. I'm going to try this shit. I've done it with grain water. Uh, I'm just gonna I add like a scoop of the agar. grain and, and put it in the agar. Yeah, I'm just gonna add like a scoop, like a baby food scoop. What is that? Like four grams or whatever of like that's uh, less than that, man. It's Dude, like I don't know grams. any of your fucking measurements, man. <laughs> well, a baby food scoop is like is like it's like he's like a quarter uh, of a tiny hand. Well, you know the baby food scoop, like the for the milk, like for the formula. <laughs> for the what? Did you, did you call it a for, milk? Yeah, baby food formula. The baby food, the formula <laughs> scoop. Just one of those. I'll never say milk again. <laughs> <laughs> milk. <laughs> That's right. Meow. But, uh, it's like uh, I guess it's probably a tablespoon and a half. That might be a little bit much to add to a quart jar. It might turn out like solid. But if you had like say two grams of agar to a cup of water and use that to you know have try to add shoot for like having about a third of your jar be overwatered with your grain. I wonder if you can make like a thick slurry. Like you call it I don't know what the hell. Drippy wow. drippy ur corn. Why well, would like, just go, it would basically just be corn. flour. It'd be glue. Be like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be a little gluey, 
But we're gonna we're gonna call it like I don't know chlamydia corn or some shit like nice. That. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it spreads so fast. Yeah, it spreads so fast. <laughs> don't yeah. get it in your eye. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna, we're chlamydia corn. We're gonna try this chlamydia corn. Where we're gonna make our we're gonna take our fucking corn and we're gonna make a agar thick liquid culture to slurry to add to it. So you just have this just disgusting mycelium slime with grain in it just pour into your bag and squish around. I bet you it'll work really, really well. I think so. Sounds delicious. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. So the I think it'll work. Sounds like mouth kissing work. a hooker. I like yeah. it. <laughs> don't do that. She's got a higher sperm count than you. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. He oh. doesn't mean it. Don't worry. Where's the fucking... <laughs> Where's the go noise? I don't, the I don't, go my computer's noise? not working. I don't have my Oh, power. Jesus. We missed... <laughs> yeah. I think that would work though. I'm gonna work out the, the rest. My brain's Dude, working on it now. You're using you're, you mm. guys are like making it super complicated. You could just go ahead no. and just take flour and use flour instead of the grain because that's all the flour is. It's fucking it's ground up fucking berries. You're like gotta make it I, yourself. What if, I, what if I get some rye grain and then I grind it and then you know I well, go ahead and bake like it, broken and then rice, grind it again. like broken rice. You don't want to ground up. I it's also broken up. Okay, so you. Yeah. Well, we have used chicken scratch. I've used chicken scratch. Now, tiniest is, I've taken away her harmonica, but she's trying to play her foot like a harmonica. Oh, yeah, good. she's she's quite entertaining at the moment. But uh, yeah, I had to take away the harmonica because it's her new favorite thing, and she would just harmon she would just be serenading us this entire podcast. Nice. Now she's serenade. She heard me. She heard me. She's got. I got the attention. All right. Yep. Well, yeah. Right, how are you mixing up uh, your subs? Are you using just doing everything by hand, or did you graduate to a cement mixer yet? I'm about to graduate. <laughs> I'm getting tired. Um, I've been using, I've had uh, one of those mixers on the drill for paint or whatever it is, those pallet mixers. So I just use that, but I prepare it in like a big tub and just mix it up. Dude, you will, you'll, if you get a cement mixer, you'll find, you'll, you'll decide you need to use it for everything. You're like, huh? Kool-Aid. Yeah. Can I marinate meat in this thing? I wonder if I can make like 50 pounds of jerky at a time. You know, like, because like, it's so much fun to use. <laughs> and they're so easy to clean out. And the one that you get from uh, Arbor Freight, if you take care of it and wash it out in between uses, that ceramic uh, coating on the inside lasts for forever. I was about um, to say, can't you put a coating on the inside? But it comes with one, huh? Yeah, it comes powder coated. Um, it's not the best I've found. Like it'll flake off on the outside and expose to the sun a lot. But uh, um, you can always repaint it. Like just repaint it on the inside. Nice. It works. It works super super well. I've used it. I, I've just 
like, hey, I've got it. Why not use it for things? I mean, rinse it out. It's clean. No. You find things I think I might need one, Farrell, for all the bags. Dude, yeah, totally. You're doing all these different, you're doing all this shit when you could get like absolute perfect mixes of everything and just a few minutes inside of a cement mixer. And then you can load right from the cement mixer. You can even do your your hot tech, you know, like your bucket tech in the freaking cement mixer. You can just, I pour boiling water in the damn thing all the time. It's just metal. It's metal on metal on metal. So it's not going to hurt it at all. Yeah, I've been cleaning out my garage, making space. I'm about to get one. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the list. Yeah, I put it on. The I would list. get the. I would definitely get the metal one versus the plastic one. I don't think the plastic one would deal with the amount of abuse and heat that we usually use. Um, yeah, because they have two different types. They have the metal one. I think it's like a seven cubic foot, and they have like a five cubic foot kind of tulip shaped gray one. And I, I wouldn't trust that one. The thing mm-hmm. is so light, you could move. My my daughter could move it around. You know, she's almost four. So uh, and she likes operating it because it's it's got a little switch. It's pull on, push off, right? So she's like, I'm like, turn it on, and she pulls that little switch. And she gets all excited and watches. Wow, goes around and around. But rehydrating things to add. Oh yeah, yeah. I start off making something. She throws a handful of leaves in there, and I never get mad about it because I'm like, yeah, whatever. Leaves that adds. It's good for it. Grain likes leaves. You know, like uh, I like. I like add straw and uh, chopped up straw and uh, um, like chopped up leaves and stuff and little sticks and shit to my grain spawn. I find that my grain spawn colonizes a lot faster if it can play shoots and ladders with all of that uh, with the straw and the hollowness, you know, like, because right. my ceiling yeah. just goes, zips right down that. And the fluffiness of it that breaks it up from being one giant clump, I find that, the, that because of the airflow that this allows through the grain itself, that you don't end up with like dead bacterial spaces in that grain, you know. Um, yeah. Everything that I've added like straw to has ended up never getting contaminated. But, and it might just be because it's got more fresh air, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a difference. I was making, I was cutting the four tea bags in half. Tea bag. And uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, sealing them, but I was finding like there wasn't enough air in the bag because with the amount of grain that I was using, so I would have like bacterial issues a lot. But uh, once I switched to like bigger bags, it, it was no longer an issue. What size bag are you using? You say no, oh, never mind. You already said your uh, your Korean uh, <laughs> polyfill bags. <laughs> yeah. Polypropylene. Black market bags. Right. <laughs> Instead of unicorn bags, what are they called? They're like donkey bags or something. <laughs> have you ever have you tried getting like just like the sh- like the roll of that uh polypyronate stuff and then just um, like heat sealing your own bags? Like polytubing? Yeah. Yeah, I've looked into it. They're not gusseted. 
So that would be the only thing. I but would it, do. You know, you always lay them on their side. I would do. Yeah, I would do huge like like tubes because it would be very similar to how we do the uh, the gourmets and the diaper GD. The diaper tea stuff. I'd do big ass tubes, man. Everything would be a big ass halo. Yeah, that'd be cool. That, that's true. I'm. I'll probably give it a shot one of these days. It, it would work just the same, and it's it'd be even cheaper just to have to seal and cut them. No, I want to try that. I think we really need to have like you know like like a six foot long log. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, just gonna it would jab be cool. Like a, jab the holes from it. Here and there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. jab holes over there. That's pretty cool. I wonder what else you could use instead of just those because I know mylar does not PC well. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of them you gotta watch out because they're like polyethylene and. All different things. The bags that they're yeah. selling, like the descriptions, sometimes just say, "Oh, it's poly bag." And you're like, "Well, what fucking kind?" Yeah. All right. Let's see. All right. Where Where do you see? the mushroom community going in the next, you know, five to 10 years, you think we're going to actually hit uh, a point where society sees the benefit of psilocybin and starts legalizing everything? Um, yeah, I think that it's on its way or happening. I just think it'll be a lot of bullshit artists in here (laughs) and, uh, you know, big money and all that stuff. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's those are the people that are gonna push it through once they have their well, people. If they can't make a profit on it, there's nothing in it for them to let anybody else to make it. So mm. there's that. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's gotta make it. There'll always be it. like the small cultivators and people are growing different stuff. So have you ever done any novelty grows? Um not really. I've stuck mushrooms wow. in pumpkins and stuff. Yeah. Taking pictures. Yeah, kind of... But I didn't grow no. them inside the pumpkin. It works surprisingly well in, in gourds and, and pumpkins. Mm. It works surprisingly well. They'll grow right through that shit. Eat it, eat it as food. But it's a race between them and the bacteria. Yeah. Because all pumpkins turn to goo eventually. <laughs> yes, they do. But you know what else goes great with pumpkins? Hockey sticks. <laughs> that sounds like a fun time. Yeah, it's a good evening. Right there. The neighborhood will never be the same. I like how you guys had uh, your like home-based Discord, and now you've created this other one, like with your main people. Because right. I had, I had like. Uh, a small discord with a bunch of friends and uh, we still have it, but we've moved to another uh, platform that's supposed to be more secure. So now there's like a split, which I don't like, but it is what it is. Well, we, uh, have, our, we have our like family discord. That's just like the few of us that are been really close. And then, uh, you know, we have our, 
Oh, the rest, the one like the Fafo Discord where we just talk to everybody. Yeah. I spent about half my day going between servers, answering questions, help people, or just, you know, basically just talking shit. You know, <laughs> but I mean, our, my, our, our original server, uh, that's what's well, years and years ago is fucking, uh, I think the top limit that was ever like 52 people. I think we were down to about what, 23 or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty similar to what ours is. And I have to say, praise the weasel and, uh, people in there will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Since I didn't say it, they wouldn't be happy with me. No. So you guys have a deity, and he's called the Weasel. Yeah, and he helps your mushrooms grow. I think ours is just called cocaine. Yeah, that's That's it. Okay, so the whole cocaine joke, inside joke thing, uh, for me anyway, started as it a long time ago, several years ago, I was working EMS and we had this guy who used to be a lawyer, right? He got pulled over and uh, he was just going on about how fantastic cocaine was, right? How it just, he built this entire empire and he would never be able to do it alone if it wasn't for cocaine. He was just like the biggest spokesperson for cocaine. Yet we were taking him to a like state mandated um, like recovery center, right? So it's like, it's like, okay, dude, like I get you really like a cocaine enthusiast, but you do realize you're under arrest for cocaine. (laughs) You're currently going to a state mandated recovery center because you were really high and crashed your car. Right. But he was just, so we were like uh, on the ambulance. We're like, oh, we're going to make a, you know, we found the world's biggest cocaine enthusiast because the guy was like, cocaine. And then, so we made like a, an entire, yeah, we made like this entire sermon. I mean, for forty-five minutes straight, this guy just talked about the benefits of cocaine, right? <laughs> and so we made a sermon up. We're like, "Our Lord and Powdery Savior, cocaine," and like, <laughs> baby, baby, crack Jesus. Yeah. So there was like this huge sermon about the cocaine that we just like would randomly yell cocaine at each other. Mm-hmm. Or like you drink like a like a monster energy drink, you're just like cocaine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's where that came from. Bro. Yeah, and then they start sending me packages. And to make sure there's no interest in the packages, he put stickers on there. Not cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the cocaine, the hilarity of the for me anyway, the cocaine thing is like this is definitely not cocaine. It's even labeled not cocaine. Yeah. It's labeled not cocaine, and there's a white handprint next to it. Yeah, right? I've got I've got a lab coat, and the pocket is designated for not cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh stuff. my good lord. Yeah, yeah we had That's we had similar things. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, we I mean, we still that? have it. We don't I mean, but like I said, that's that's normally when we want to make fun of someone, we'll go over there. We'll talk shit. Then we'll come back yeah. to the public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Do it in the shadows. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, just 
we keep up with everybody's family and what everything's going on, and you know, just take all the private conversations happen in that Discord. You know, because we're all like one big family. Yeah. And then all the normal fuckery happens in the fuck around and find out Discord, which works out really well. I mean, we really enjoy talking to everybody and meeting everybody. Like people that come on to the disc to to the fuck around and find out Mondays, uh, and well, well, anybody can come on and talk about their experiences with mushrooms and everything like that. Uh, and if you come onto the podcast, you get a special sticker. That, yes. that only the people that get interviewed on the podcast get it. And I think what we decided to go with the the death cap mushroom, right? The Yes. The, the really cool death cap looking one. Actually, how uh, about we use that one for the uh for the uh, gift for the uh podcast? Uh, since you're telling everybody about the sticker already, might as well throw that fuck around there. That's what I'm saying. That's gonna be the one for the freaking podcast. I know, yeah. That's no, perfect. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. use it for the gift for Oh, okay. Uh, not a GIF. It's the, the main picture for the podcast. Yeah, the GIF, yeah, we use the JPEG. That's the name of the file. A GIF Get is the a file totally right. different thing. GIF is a moving <laughs> fucking like, picture. What if, anyway. I'm shake, what, if I, what if I'm shaking the fucking sticker? You don't know. Uh, yeah, we can, we can do that. <laughs> I just put the sticker on a flash Every, on Everything on his phone is a GIF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that cocaine. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America <laughs> smells like freedom. Oh yeah, <laughs> and gasoline. <laughs> that gasoline I smell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, there's <laughs> that uh, that country song, you know, with the heart like a truck, and now it's like heart like cocaine is running through my head. But <laughs> I have no idea where your head is at right now. <laughs> yeah. There's that, that, new, that new country song that all the white girls are going crazy about. The heart like a truck. Uh, I know. I'm not around those people. Good lord. <laughs> it was on uh it was on uh, Yellowstone. The the kind of the kind of chunky girl sang it. Anyway. No. Now you're gonna look it up. I'm looking it up right now. He's looking it up right now. I hear it clicking. Yeah. <laughs> See that he's looking like looking up the current cocaine prices. Yeah. Nah, just just looking up my my porn for when it's over. Yeah, I want like up for pair. Pair. <laughs> Yeah. Did oh, you man. find it? No, I was answering a question. On <laughs> <laughs> Discord. No, I what am I gonna do? Sing it for you? Watch well, you sing yeah. it for us, Farrell. Sing it for no, us. I'm allergic. That'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. America. <laughs> oh man. I could. <laughs> it's by Laney Wilson and sorry, Wilson. It's Heart Like a Trip. Heart Like a Trip. Let's see if I can. Nope, that's not it. That's a that's an advertisement. <laughs> That's an advertisement for Timu. So Timu is like really trying to take over from Amazon. I've never heard of him before. No. See? This is a new white girl like Anthem. It's all about white girl. You could basically substitute truck for cocaine. I got a heart 
Cocaine. Runs <laughs> <laughs> on dreams and cocaine. Yeah, ah, key bumps. Got it. I heard that. See? Yeah, see? <laughs> you can totally make this song about cocaine. You should you make the remix. Much. Yeah, you got way too much Part time in your hands, cocaine? bro. Huh? Hello, Tidy. Do you like a Weird Al Yankovic thing on it? Oh, dude, yeah, we should totally do this. Just sniff it. Just <laughs> put it in your mouth and. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! That, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> you gotta wait for me. You gotta wait for me. Got... I was thinking about how you get the cocaine. Uh, all right. Times you gotta earn your living. Yeah. Your Twenty boxes. Twenty bucks. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is a perfect goat sound moment because right. it totally yeah. took a fucking left turn there. And well, if you Monday. feed your mushrooms, cocaine. There are no rabbit holes on Mondays because the whole show That's is true. all the, the round rabbit holes. Big ass rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, dude, you know that's one thing I've never made is that the I've never I've never had the patience to make blue honey. You guys talking oh, yeah. about? Oh, no. absolutely. All the time. I know, I know that you have Deadpool, but I, I no, I never had the patience either. What, what patience? Well, I do like, I, oh, put it in there and leave it alone for six months. I'm like, eh. you can do it for three months. It doesn't matter. It's, it's not like you don't. It doesn't it's not like you don't have fucking pounds of oysters sitting on your shelf. You know what I'm saying? That you could dabble on for lunch or dinner. What? I was I was wondering if anybody's ever tried it with one of those. Uh, that stupid thing that the wife just absolutely had to have, the little extractor thing. Oh, uh, you're talking, yeah. I, I, never, I thought of the fridge that never been used. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's gathering fucking dust. It's the decarb, it's the, the thing that you're supposed to make like uh, CBD and shit with, you know? It makes edibles. It just right. sits up there and just gathers dust. She had to have it, it was like 400 bucks. Is it a press? No, it's the. Hold on, let me go read the actual freaking name on the damn thing. Damn, I'll actually look that up. The people need to know. Cocaine power. It's called. It's called a Levo. L e v o. Levo. Yeah. So the thing you put like your substance in there, and then press go, and it heats up and extract extracts it. It makes like a pure extraction of it. Ah. Decarbs it, heats it up, just does everything to it, and it just like gives you that straight whatever. So you can take ah. your honey or your syrup or liquid of any type of your choice and put it into the little container that looks like a uh, little, just like a holding cup at the top. A lot of people use butter and shit like that yeah. for it. And then uh, I think it was originally actually designed to make like herb butter infusions and shit. People realize, yeah, oh, this works great. It's a herbal infusion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, the old, she used it once and made like pancake syrup with it, uh, with some weed, and it came out so fucking terrifyingly strong that she just never did it again because <laughs> it was Flashback. like one, 
one tiny dab of it on your finger would give you like couch lock for hours. So she was like, nope. And then now it's just been sitting up. It's been sitting up there. Still got all the fucking stickers on it. Brand new, used once. But I was like, I wonder if you could use it for mushrooms. You should try. Make some mushroom butter. I don't think so. Well, that would work. But there's no oils. You're not. There's no oils to extract. Oh, it just extracts whatever. I mean. Well, if it's an herbal oil, you're just taking it and it's infusing it with something. You can't infuse. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Let's find out. Yeah, might as well. I mean, if it's like water, I mean, like psilocybin is water soluble, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Tiny, go get the Lebo. (laughs) There's no way she could get up there. Challenge accepted. It's at the right now. She's got the what is that? Is that ladybug? Is that ladybug? Is that Miss Ladybug? Yeah, she's got her little ladybug doll out and is trying to dress it backwards. Got she's it. doing a great job. That's good. Yeah. What? But yeah, I know that the, the Levo has been sitting up there for oh gosh, I don't know, a year, better than a year. Yeah, I think you would have to use you would have to use um, blue honey. Did you, you at the actual the raw honey and the, the like the, the basically bee spit? It's it's basically digesting that shit, so it would be available to infuse it into butters and shit. But if you just put powdered shit in there, I don't think that would work. Not really want to know. Well, I'm just wondering if I like if it would clog it up or break it. I don't want to break it. It's brand fucking new. Well, if you fucking break it, just put it back. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like she. It's not like she noticed. It's been sitting there forever. That's what I'm saying. It's not like she. Yeah. Time broke it. Yeah. Just magically, time broke it. (laughs) Yeah. Like like all things. Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, if enough time, you can get the. The Grand Canyon. You mean your Levo totally up there for a year? The dust totally just ripped that piece off. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why there's mycelium growing out of the top canister. Yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> now I try not to break the cool toys, but we've had that forever, and now it's just it's every time I go to the refrigerator. No, every time I go to the refrigerator. It just sits there and looks at me. Because it's pretty good size. It's the size of a modern, like, uh, a full craft coffee machine. Like a full craft coffee maker. So it's it's a big-ass machine. Yeah, we need to find this out now. Yeah, I mean, I've got got some stuff I can put. You can just tell tell Van that I buddy buddy fucked you into doing it. <laughs> it was no, so, so it's all about peer pressure, and y'all yeah. just told me to that do it. Told me if I didn't do it, I was a giant vagina. Yeah, and I couldn't be friends anymore. And I, you know, that's it. Like it was just that was that was so. Had to do it. Yeah, I had no choice at that point, right? Like, yep. totally not my fault. She'll understand. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if anybody's tried to use apple juice to extract something because I mean it's sweet. Well, there's nothing to digest in it. 
Well, it's going to decarb. The thing has a the thing that the the Levo thing is pretty freaking cool, right? It has a decarber in there, and it'll pull a vacuum and run at like forty four hundred forty four thousand megahertz ultrasonically. I mean, like, so it'll break up whatever you break put in. anything down. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll break the cell walls just fine. Right. Um, it's just a matter of not clogging it up. And I think if you start with powder, it'll probably be a bad thing. Well, just add a because the liquid that gets the liquid because it compresses it like a little, um, kind of like a, a espresso powder disc, and then pulls through the whatever liquid you're trying to infuse, and then removes all the air from the liquid that's been infused to get rid of all the bubbles and everything. So, I, has anybody out there used a Levo to uh, to extract anything to do with mushrooms? If you have, please hit us don't, up. We're super don't curious. Pass the buck. You're going to find out yourself. <laughs> You're just trying to save your fucking routine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You promise. I'm, you know what? You Somebody promise. on fucking YouTube has done this. Somebody <laughs> on YouTube has done this. And I bet you it's been a freaking mistake. <laughs> like, Somebody's I, tried. It's burst into yeah. flames. Let's look at it. Let's look at it on freaking Google. Levo mushroom extraction. Yes. <laughs> There's the ultrasonic cold water. I like Somebody did it with water, coconut Jack. oil and uh, lemon juice. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Does that that would be the same thing as honey with lemon juice? Yeah. I don't. They've used it to make. <coughs> um, yeah, they've made magical butter with it to make mushroom gummies. Yep. It works. Hmm. What? Only one way to find out. She need three tablespoons it. of three tablespoons of dried mushrooms. Two cups of water and two tablespoons of seventy-five percent or higher ABV alcohol. Okay, so it's making an extraction, and then it's taking the extraction yeah. and infusing that with whatever you've got at the bottom. So you say set your temperature to one thirty. Press the one-hour button cycle, and rock and roll. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. You have homework, Farrell. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm, she's going to see me use the damn thing and get real pissed. Because I bet you it sits up there on some magical pedestal that I'm not allowed to touch. Well, you, you know how that shit works? Like, girls have stuff, and it's like, even though they haven't used it in like six years, if you fucking even look at it sideways, they know. You mean like sis- yeah, like like you know, like sisters and best friends. They hate it when you touch those things. <laughs> that, that, that's totally different. <laughs> like, you don't even talk to her. <laughs> wait, wait, what'd you say? I don't remember. We're talking about different things, I think. So <laughs> dudes take in an ounce of shrooms, two cups of coconut, three lemons worth of lemon juice. Do you find when you do extractions, do you uh, 
you feel the mushrooms the same or do you feel any difference they come on faster there's no uh there's really no come up like you're talking about like with lemon tech and shit like that yeah with anything with lemon tech or just water extraction uh, yeah well basically all you're doing is you're you're getting rid of the cell walls and the cell walls is the only reason it takes so long. And you really don't get that much of the psilocybin in your system to go ahead and get it to convert to psilocin because the the, the chitin, chitin, chitin um, is so hard to, for your body to just can't even really do it. So I think, hmm. what is it, like like a 0.3%? Yeah, it just is not going to work. <laughs> don't be a don't Only quitters quit, Feral. Only quitters quit. The guy, on, the guy on Reddit said it started a fire. Start a fire? I don't believe him. Yeah, it I said think, that it, I think he just came up made with the machine cool. smoke. So I'm not think. I'm thinking that's probably a bad idea. Because that or thing was like a great bucks idea. If you need fire walks. to cook. That's right. <laughs> 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 this is CD. You guys just want to hear back about the massive failure. I just want to see a video of a a fucking appliance in flames. (laughs) You want to read a story about a a fucking angry Texan that got stabbed to death by his wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys forget she's she's Latino and extremely stabby. I like that. She'd probably just stab me for even touching the damn thing. It's probably some sacred cow. You know, it's like, this is my Levo. There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, I use the freeze dryers for weird shit all the time, and nobody gives I don't know. I just it. texted her. I said that we we're playing with the Lino. <laughs> it's a Levo. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Ovo? Who knows what a Levo Yeah. Ovo is Ovaltine. Yeah, we're just gonna go play with the, the old people food. Mm. But the applesauce. I use the freeze dryers for all sorts of weird shit, and nobody blinks an eye. But if I touch the damn Levo, I'm pretty sure that I'll get stabbed. She had to wait on the Kickstarter forever for that thing. Like she bought one of the first ones that came out. Oh man! Still got all the stickers on it. Oh, those pretty stickers. But, well, I mean, I'm definitely going to have to do something with it now because it's, you guys are making it sound way too tempting. Right? You got to do so it. Like, I'm a born button pusher, man. And there's so many buttons on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take it out, set it up in your garage or something, and then put bricks in the box and put the box back. I'm pretty sure it's not even a box. <laughs> I think it's actually up there enough. It's not even a box. It's no. just literally decoratively up there on top of the refrigerator. So the sunlight hits it in just the right way in the morning when she's drinking her It glistens, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, I'm giggling just thinking about Pearl getting stabbed. No, we're just it. looking at your freaking Levo thing up there. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we're getting we're talking shit about you. No, well, we told him. I told him that you made the first thing you made with it was oh, terrifyingly strong. Oh yeah, the honey. Yeah, and you never did shit with it again. Oh my! I don't think you were supposed to use pure honey. I don't think so either. Because everybody, like reading the instructions online, says to add water. Yeah. 
and more like oil-based stuff. Yeah, and you just yeah. use like his globs, an entire jar of honey into the fucking thing and hit go. It was that's, ridiculous. That sounded like permission to me. That did, that did sound like permission. That sounds yeah. like she's now scared to use it, meaning that I can use it. Yes. Yeah. Mission right, accomplished. This. This is, yeah, we're going right. to fuck with it this afternoon. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we'll do a fucking live stream like with it. <laughs> Yes. yes. Ambulance. We'll be able to see ambulance. <laughs> yeah. We'll be able to see the, the fucking massive flames that it puts fire out. Truck, fire truck for the flames and ambulance for Pharaoh. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take, take it apart and thoroughly clean it. Because if she says it was leaking everywhere and shot honey all over the place, I'm thinking it got clogged already. Yeah, there's still honey. There's got to be a way to... There's got to be a way to clean it, right? Oh, I'm sure you just put hot water run a run a clean cycle. Oh yeah, there's probably a button for that because there's a lot of buttons. Uh, I do love there's a good button. A, I fucking bored button pusher. Both of humans and electronics. Exactly. It's fun times. <laughs> well, guys, I really want to go play with this now. Good. Go for it. Go play with it. Go for it. Free to start. All right, guys. Anybody got anything else to add to this fun and exciting thing? And usually, at the end of everything, we usually try to say something really nice. Um, also, oh, by the way, um, I believe what is it, Deadpool? You're making uh, grain spawn. You're super badass fermented oats grain spawn oh, yeah. now. Yeah, and, that's uh, why I'm getting the fucking. That's when I get the cement mixer because I got. I'm sending out so many bags now because now it's fucking. Let's might as well go commercial with it. Yeah, he's selling his uh, he's selling his badass uh, grain spawn. He makes this really good fermented oats. <coughs> Somebody <coughs> had shown him how to do it at one point. Whoever that was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This this person did help me tweak it a little bit. He did too. And uh, so he's got this going now, and he's going to be able to sell uh, his grain uh, to people. So if you're looking for a good source of uh, for the fermented type grain products, you can always get with Deadpool on that, as well as Substrate. Yep, yeah, you can find him on his. You can find him on his Discord, and if he does good enough, then we'll set him up with his his Etsy or, or, his, or his website for that. Um, there's a pretty big, pretty big demand for ready-made products because a lot of people don't want to go through all the expense. And, the uh, pain in the ass of making your own grain spawn or making your own, um, you know, substrate. They just Some wanna, people just like to do the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't want to hear the labor pains. They just want to see the baby. You know? Exactly. All right, right. Yeah. They they so, want all they want is the epidural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drugs afterwards. That's all they want. Yeah. So usually at the end of everything here, uh, Nature John is we usually try to say something positive. We go around and everybody says something nice. Just, you know, for the crowd and the world in general. Um, so let's uh, let's have Deadpool start first because that's right. traditional. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have Greenspawn. Come get some. Have a great day. <laughs> that was more like, that was, that was less positive and more self-promotionally. All right. I don't I'll have Greenspawn. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I think I'm gonna take, hold on. Kisses everywhere. I'm hearing it. I'm interpreting. I'm receiving it. 
There you He's go. Like, I just want to see you guys be successful. Try my grain spot. That's exactly it. See, you read between yeah, the lines. I read between the lines. All right, Mitch, nice. John, what do you got to have to say for the world? Um, just have fun and remember you're doing great. Fantastic. And for me, nice thing I'm going to have to say today is that every experiment is just that, man. It's an experiment. Have fun. Try new things. If you fail, it's just a learning experience. The worst thing that happens is you're out a couple of bucks in supplies. It's or not four hundred dollars in equipment. <laughs> or or four hundred dollars in a lease. It's a couple hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to fix this thing and play with it because it's been up there for a long time. It's got a good cake and a dust on it. So well, I'm gonna play with it. Um, don't forget to find us on our uh, Discord, the uh, FAFO. Uh, Cult Discord. You can find us on Etsy at or Etsy 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 account Etsy. at the F <laughs> the Fafo Cult at Etsy uh, com. We also have our Cash App, which is a dollar sign Fafo Cult. If you want to send us a couple of bucks, you can do it on there or on our at Venmo. Is going to be at Fafo Cult. Uh, if you send us any money, we promise not to use it for anything good. It'll probably just go to pure debauchery and to keeping this uh, podcast going. Here's if you'd like to come on to our podcast, just like our good friend here, Nature John, or anybody else, any of you have the chance to come on and talk about your experiences with mushrooms and what you like to do with them. Or if you just want to come on and bullshit about nothing. Shoot the shit. Uh, Shoot that the is shit. entirely fine with us. That was the allure for me. Once again, yeah. <laughs> Once again, we love uh, talking with you guys and getting you involved in the community, as well as being involved in the community with you. Yeah, it's always fun to meet new people. You can always talk to us any day at the Fafo Cult uh, Discord, and if you need a link to that, I could probably put it in the bottom of this podcast. Yeah, probably. Hey, don't put, forget it, any 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 uh, you guys want to talk about anything like specific for our, our Tuesday nights where we actually have yeah a theme show. Do feel free to leave those on the Discord as well because I go through all that stuff, you know, four or five times a day when we come up with those projects. So just uh, yeah, there's a show suggestion area all the yeah. time too. So but, don't don't right, hesitate guys. to drop a link. We uh, we love you all and. We'll talk to you again tomorrow with our regularly theme show. Later. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye.